Hi everybody, welcome to our fourth episode of We Can't Come and Die. We thought this time we'll change things up a bit and so you can put some faces to names or names to faces as they say. So, um, I'm Fran. I'm Ty. I'm Debs. I'm Muff. And this week we're going to be talking about um, the reasons why we moved. Right? Yeah, yes. 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 Um, we've had a couple of um, comments um, or um, people who have said that they would be interested in knowing a few things about you know, why we moved and a few more comments we thought we'll just um, address those. Yeah, and that'll be tasty. So, starting with you, Mama. Why did I move? So, being in the UK, been in there all my life, as I said, but you know how it is when you're from London. We're not like the States. You know in the States, they're, they're African-American, like, you know, they're, they're American, whereas, in the UK, we're very much where we come from. So yes. I was always Jamaican. Like, you know, when you say where you from, I'm like, what? London or where my parents were from? Yeah, so and I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm Jamaican. And so I've always been quite connected. And I'm kind of, I'm first generation. So even though my friends might be second or third generation, like yeah. my dad's going to be 80 next year. So very oh. much, you know, grew up and know the story. And my dad was a part of lots of groups of people who um, like supported you know, like black people come in and helping them kind of yeah. walk around London and be safe. Is he part of Windrush? No, he's, he, oh, he came to the UK after Windrush. Luckily, because that whole Windrush thing, I'll be in prison now. It's another story for that story, they're making liberties. So I've been very much connected to my roots, always, always, always. And then growing up from Peckham, you know my friends, they're Nigerian, of course, <laughs> and Ghanaian. So, they're the two cultures, and at college, remember that college when it was like Nigeria versus Jamaica? Oh my God. Yeah. Like, literally. <laughs> so I felt quite comfortable in those two cultures, and I've been to both of them. And I've always, always, always wanted to come back to Africa. For me, like I see it as like motherland. And in Jamaica, we're like that. There's not this nonsense that we have in the UK. We don't really have that back home. Yeah. So you guys know where you're from. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like you know, you, you represent it. So I always wanted to come, and coming because for finally it's a lot like let's be one i'm actually tired like you know everyone's done it we have to work harder you have to prove you've got to do all these things and i'm actually tired like yes i'm a high flyer you go through your 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 systems and you know you're going through the top but sometimes you're just like can you give me a break can i just have like just something normal and so i came and i just well let me go somewhere where for once i won't be black and not that I've got a problem with being black, there's yeah. not a problem with that, but let that not be, oh, oh, you've done really well for yeah, a black girl. You've done really well for coming from that area. You know, you, no, no, let me just, so here, at least, I mean, there's loads of other things, but at least I'm not black, as in the negative kind of connotations or the stuff that comes out. And like, I came here and black people are successful. There's not this whole thing that we're all underachieving, we're all in prison, we, you know, our men are useless, then, there's not all of that at all. That was the thing that brought me here. I want to know if I still want to do what I'm doing because I'm teaching, I want to know. I still enjoyed it. 
And plus, I really liked, I had this special relationship with all my black kids, they were like my kids at school. Yeah. So I wanted to go somewhere where all of the kids were my kids, and I wanted to see them achieve as much as possible. So a couple bad things happened, I lost a couple of students, you know, it's a lot of black crime in London. I just got tired, and I was just like, I'm tired of seeing people dying. I just want to see black boys, especially, achieve the best that they can achieve and be, you know, the kings that they are. So I was just like, you know, I'm come home. Yeah. Came home, realised that and that it's a struggle every day but it's a struggle that I wouldn't go back to London for to be honest with you you have to pay me a lot of money for me to go back to London for a while though lots of money I'll go everywhere else Alaska even but really not London but really like you know what I mean just not to go on but the kids here it's nice I love seeing the kids achieve you know what they can achieve and even greater than what they thought they could achieve and i'm proud i'm proud to be black here and i can be black without going into a place like you said and someone's following me around the store or you know what i mean stop getting stopped by the police i'm i'm proud to be yeah and i'm proud to be home so yeah and you can be cray cray here and it's just normal it's right? normal yeah. yeah mad blending yeah, yeah. Your last, that's even your madness is not enough it's not it's not enough like, like, oh, yeah, hey, I'm not the angry black woman. No, no, no just no. talking loud, <laughs> just having a genuine thing. Mm-hmm. No problem. No yeah. one looks at you sideways. Oh, oh, come on. You were a little bit aggressive. Yeah, I'm sorry. Intimidating me. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even talking. But you're, you know, you had that yeah. more of a temptation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What? So that's me. That's why I'm here and I'm enjoying it so far. Mm-hmm. Tight. So I came back because I also worked in the education system and I was fed up, really. I was tired or where I was, I felt like there was always a ceiling and and you could never really break through. And even if you did break through, they had so many obstacles that you had to jump through. And I was fed up with that. Because I'm a single mom and I have three boys and I looked at growing up in London for my children, um, thinking about the crime and also not even just the crime, because I didn't feel like all the black kids were crazy or were they all thinking, you know, they were not all walking around with knives and guns and guns and stuff like that. But I just felt like let them them growing up in that atmosphere where as a black person you always have to be wary of other black people. As a black boy especially, you're already like almost predestined. You're predestined you to fail. Regardless of how good you are, you're a statistic always. And I was like, you know what? I don't want my children to be statistics. Number one, statistic. What does Big Shaq say? Statistic. So and also, I just felt like, you know what? I wanted to come home. I was having enough. I mean, UK. I had great friends. Why I'm black? I had really great relationship. I grew up with a lot of people. But I just felt was enough. Mm-hmm. And my my point of my life I was like, what am I doing here? Yeah. I'm not achieving much. Yeah. Why am I here? So I just thought let's come home, let's see if the kids can be able to learn more about our culture and also just for me to just feel like yes, I'm somewhere where I'm not looking over my shoulder, yeah. somewhere where I feel just like yeah I'm just doing me. Mm-hmm. Like you guys already said, I'm not too loud. Okay. I'm not crazy. Yeah. I'm not aggressive. I'm not too dark, yeah. you know, I'm okay. And although there are other issues here, but I just felt like it was time to come home. There are other issues, but at least they're issues that I'm willing to deal with. That's like, it. Watch, you know what I mean? I'm not black issues anymore. Like issues, they're issues. That's fine. And even if they're issues, they're issues in my community. Mm-hmm. 
So it's fine. Let's fix the issues in my area anyway. Let's deal with that. Rather than having to be there and deal with everything else. That's on top of your own issue, your issues. Own. Yeah. So my reasons, reasons for moving kind of resonate with yours because I also have children. And um, I remember in the UK, um, I was born in the UK and raised in the UK. My parents never really um, made me have a love for my homeland. Like, I, I just thought, felt like the UK was in, you know, and Tuesday um, came up, uh, say, over a year ago, about a year ago, and I thought, I sat back and I thought, can I do this? Can I be moved to Nigeria? Knowing what I know about Nigeria, which was not good. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I was yeah. like, can I, can I do this? Yeah. I've been to Nigeria once, twice, and the first time I was about 15 years old, I did not like it in terms of it was difficult, it was hard. I saw how difficult it was for other people. I, I had to wake up and you know, go and fetch water, like literally. And it was good for me, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, I prefer to be at home in the UK. <laughs> 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 so you, yeah, you had a real I never had a real experience. Yeah. And you know, I, I remember being annoyed my mother because I was just saying to him, he's, he's sitting on the sofa and I'm there like, oh, they're telling me to go and make breakfast and telling me to go and wash this person's clothes. Like, ah, couldn't I wash his own clothes? Yeah. Like, I was just so annoyed. Why does he mm, get to chill? Get to chill. You know, anyway, so long story short. Um, I felt like I wouldn't allow that change because yeah. also being within the education system, you get stuck in a rut and you feel like you really can't go any further. Um, and you, I felt to myself, there's a point where I had to make a decision between looking after my children or being in full-time employment and I had to choose my children. So that meant that I was no longer able to fulfill, do what I wanted to do. Yeah. And I feel like in the UK, um, that happens a lot where there was not much support in that kids. And you have to make that decision, and most times the children win. Um, sometimes you might manage, you might have a grandparent or somebody who can take your kids off you, but, but if you don't have that, you literally have to decide. To anxiety or depression. That's it. I found it a struggle, and here I feel like the lifestyle change was, I mean, it's, a positive, it's been a positive one. Um, I now have the kind of lifestyle that I wanted, which is I can do my thing. Mm -hmm. Not just with work, personally, but I can have socially listen, listen. Life, do you know what? Hit Lifestyle is the thing. It's so you, when people, when I moved, I particularly not being Nigerian, everybody, the whole world, everyone, where you go to Nigeria, are you Nigerian? No. Why are you going there? Mm. In fact, as I told you before, even when I get here, people look at me like, why are you here mm. if you're not Nigerian? <laughs> but you see the lifestyle thing, it's a big thing. I remember that, you know, back home, the whole Caribbean thing and all jokes aside, like you used to think that Nigerians thought they were better than you. But coming here, I realised it's not that they think they're better. Yeah, no, seriously. Because Caribbeans used to think they're better than the Nigerians. I think well, we all thought that, right? But I came here and I was like, it's not that they think they're better than us. They actually know their worth and their value. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like one of those things that we, in the UK, we will be there going to a restaurant that I pay, my pound is the same as anybody else's pound. Mm -hmm. Do you understand? Yeah. The money is all the same. But we almost go to a restaurant as though. I have to thank them but for letting me, allowing me in the restaurant. And then when you're there, you know, you're ha I've had plenty of experiences where we're in restaurants with the girls, you know, like we're doing book club or we're doing a meet up, we're doing something, we're loud, and you see the faces, you see everyone uncomfortable, you see the waitress when they come over and say, oh, excuse me, can you just ask you to be a Or you see the people say that they want to sit around you, and you're all, and you know what, some of you are even thinking, oh, I'm not young. We are being a bit poor. Yeah, yeah. Whereas here, whereas here, it's like 
It's, it's just money talks. Yeah. From you've got money, you are a madame, you are a dogger, you are a person, you are whatever. From you've got your money, you go into a place and you get service to the level that you expect to get That's service. Absolutely. And like, I, whilst I might go home and joke about it, I have a driver. Mm -hmm. I go out like all the time, pretty Come much on. all the time. Like on the weekend, yeah. I'm out, you're going around, you're doing your thing, you're getting, you're getting service. The lifestyle that I live here, that, like the the way we move up the social yeah, stage, like it's I cannot live this lifestyle mm -hmm. in the UK. It's not possible. It's not even possible. The people that you meet just going out, those are the kind of people you can't meet in London. The circles that you can move into mm -hmm. integrate without even being part of those circles. Absolutely. Like everyone owns their own business. Mm -hmm. yeah. Or they're Do you know like my best friend? He's like the CEO of a major corporate. In fact, he's responsible for like practically many all of Africa. Where in your life would you meet somebody? Where, where, where would a black you? person? Firstly, forget, wait, before we even get to them being black, which white person are you meeting? Where, where are you meeting him? You don't meet them. You can't meet them. Where, where, where are you meeting them? Exactly. And then also, do you know what the biggest thing is? I'm a socialite. I like to go out. Mm -hmm. I love the fact that we have, do you know what? Nigeria think that they don't really have in Caribbean as well. Well, in Jamaica, I think you say is that kind of middle class, loungy, restaurant up here. Yes. You know to do that in London, we've got to go to the Strand, we've got to go to yeah, those kind of huge yeah, areas. Yeah, Whereas here, we'll just go what? We'll go around the corner, we'll be on the water side, you'll be hearing Afrobeats, oh. all your people around you are black, you're doing your thing. And, yeah, and the food is bangy. I just love the fact that, you know, one of the things that I think all of us have in common is that we, we came here because we had certain things in place and that's one thing I would say. Yeah. If you, like for us, we have, because we have kids, you have to have a secure for, for you She means for me and for you Can you see the, the rest right. of my life? I saw you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I saw that. On the one side, I love that. That's the cash. We have employment, so we secure employment. Our children's schools are, uh, you know, set up. We have accommodation. Those are things that basically, you're coming with children. You mm -hmm. must. You can't tell them to come and start looking for properties. No, don't try it. Mm -hmm. Oh, you'll be Don't try like, it. I just make sure things are in place. If you, I think if you're coming as a single person, you might still have leeway for those kind of things. But then, okay, if you have people to support you, you could. But it's still just money. Don't come to Nigeria if you don't have somewhere to live and you don't have employment. That's it. Whoever you are, whatever you've got. No, no, have, no, no, no. I've heard some people who come in and they have. Um, maybe got a business idea, and the business idea, it takes a while. That's why they have money. They have money. Money. Yeah. 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 You know, Nigerians are like the movers and shakers in the world, not just in Nigeria. There's links. If you can make those links, like you said, you make those links, you're good to go. I don't think that it's best because I mean, I used to come three or four times a year, and every time I'd come, especially I'd meet somebody that would just 
life changing. Mm. So if you come and you want to come for a little bit, come do your holiday thing, mm. meet people, yeah. then slowly plan yeah, how yeah. you're going to move. Don't just be like, oh, I'm moving to Nigeria. Yes. Yeah. No. <laughs> and also, I think also my biggest thing that I say to people is so like that whole thing where people say that why are you here? Like no one understands why you're here. Mm. They're like, are you not frustrated? And as expats, yeah. right? As expats, fair enough, like, we, we're definitely living a kind of a fantasy lifestyle a little yes. bit. Because when all of that wahala happened, which is going to happen this Christmas, so those of you who just came, you're going to see the whole thing, because all of a sudden, oil is going to be on a shortage, oh, and there's going to be queues for petrol, right? So when you've got a driver, it's no problem, isn't it? Because your driver goes sit in the queue yeah. and you do your thing. Mm-hmm. And when you're an expat and your organisation deals with your accommodation, they deal with sure, your generator, yeah, they deal nice. with giving you an inverter, yeah. so they do all that. So I get that I'm kind of living a lifestyle that yeah. if I had to do all that stuff, it may frustrate you a little bit more. It would frustrate you, definitely. But the thing is, what you've got to remember is, you sometimes you've got to weigh things up. Yeah. So coming here, like my salary is not necessarily more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? So it is. It's not more in that sense, mm-hmm. but I end up having more of a disposable income because, because strange, of yeah, because yeah. of the stuff that the benefits, yeah. the benefits that come with yeah. it. The, the package. And listen, I listen. Like seriously, I can't come and die. We're called this for a reason. Mm-hmm. Nigeria will frustrate the hell out of you. As in, we are even all sitting here now. We've been trying to do this <laughs> for however long. Because yeah. today, like, there's right. no other time. Our generator is normally okay. Straight yeah. okay. Yeah. I that's the net one. No, 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 forget, forget that part because normally, because it's not even if we're going back and forth to Nepal or whatever, like, never comes off, generator goes on, fine. Today, the day, the first time we decide to do recording, the thing has been going on, off, on, off, on, off, on, yeah. off. It doesn't even let like, the aircon cool the room. Like, yeah. like it's just hot. Yeah, it's like the eight, listen, I don't know, there's actually something in the air in Nigeria. And it's like it knows you want to do something. I'm telling you, ready for like one time, one time, all at the same time that weekend, my credit ran out, my data ran out. So therefore, I couldn't, I couldn't get onto internet banking mm. to, 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 to top up. Do you know what I'm saying? I couldn't call anybody yeah, to yeah. say anything. And guess yeah. what? It was like after the bank was closed on the weekend. When I, so I did. Where was I going that weekend? You had to go to some other What was I doing? So that whole weekend, I couldn't do anything. Until I went back to school, and I was just like, "It's like the country knows. It's like they know it will frustrate you." There's, listen, there's some things that are just crazy. You know, we spoke about things a little bit, like the craziness at the airport. You know, driving on your side of the road, like all of that stuff. If you try to get food, don't try to change your order because they won't understand. Like, it's like a constant battle and a fight. But I was still me. I'm still not going back to the UK. Every day is a battle in Nigeria. Battle well, it's not a battle. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But it's more, it's more acceptable. But just wait for everyone to know that Nigeria is waiting for you. And you get your armor on, do your prayer, whatever, and just go out every day. But no, when you come home, every day is a battle. Do you know? You will battle something in a day. We don't make you. We don't make something. Listen, five minutes. Okay, driving home today. Like the journey is all of seven, like seven minutes we live like that. We we drove out, we drove out. Yes. The the man with the wheelbarrow is still going slowly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so the man with the wheelbarrow has no pavement. Right. So, 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 so I can't move. You go around the corner. Do you know like we went to the park? Hold on. 
we go back, we'll get to the hump. We come around the corner, and you know intersections and roundabouts. You know they don't operate the way intersections and roundabouts. Because last time I checked, the person that's going straight and doesn't have right away. Has right away. Okay. It doesn't work like that in Nigeria. It doesn't work like that in Nigeria. The people who cross you, and they will be beeping you. Yeah. And you'll be wondering, so maybe yeah, it happened with us because we were just driving to the, uh, the straight road. Some man decided he wants to come and do a U turn in the middle of the road. And right, then he stops and he looks at us like, like How dare you exactly. not let me? No, his dad owns the road. That's why he That's Then you're driving, oh, no, no. you're driving, then the motorbikes act like they are in charge oh, yeah. and you <laughs> should be back there away from yeah. behind. Yeah. They'll be beeping you from like. Yeah. Miles you don't want to ever see I've just decided time. that, you know what? I, if you can't beat them, join them. That's the Nigeria. That's the best thing. When I drive, when I drive, I just look forward. I don't see nobody. Nobody is there. If you hit my car, I will come down. I will collect your money. That's it. I'm not having it anymore. I'm not having it anymore. I just go. Hold on. I know we've got some episodes. So you see, this way, we're only halfway through the journey, you know. We're not even the whole journey. We're not talking about now we turn the road and then the cars will be coming on your side of the road. And so you should. They see you and they're like, why are you in my way? Gesturing towards me. <laughs> then I'm in my way. Yeah. Then there's bumps. I don't understand. Do you know, do you know why there are bumps are waiting? The roads in Nigeria, like if you find a road that doesn't have a pothole or it's not sunk, you are like a miracle worker. So bump. But you've decided you want to put speed bumps on these roads, which you can't even drive on the speed anyway. They're, they should be called hills, but they should be called mountains. They can't be cement. Cement stoppers. But you know what? It's not even bumps. Distractors. Cement distractors. Do you know what's bad about that? Do you know what's bad about that? The thing that's bad about is the road.
waking food, even if she doesn't cook, my lunch doesn't cook because I, I well, she, she cooks little things, but I like to cook. So, um, but the fact that she can help me cut the onions and do all the bread, it's cooking, it's cooking, enjoyable. Yeah, you just know do the nice stuff. I walked into the kitchen the other day and I was like, what's everything? Like, no idea where stuff is. <laughs> 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 like, rearrange yeah, my kitchen, I was like, same business. So I was like, yeah, Grace, where's the... I just she told me she kind of basically ushered me out of the kitchen. I sat down and she said, I asked her what I wanted. She wanted. <laughs> I was just like, wow. It's a life, it's a life, really. I mean, I don't have um, a nanny because obviously I'm a single person by myself. But you I could, have have everyone. I could but I, I cook. Well, I have, sorry. yeah, I love a cook, but at the moment time I'm a cleaner and it's great. James, great. Yeah. Washes, dishes, and cleans. I'm just like, yeah. This is the life that I want to Although live. my nanny's a living nanny, you're, 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 yeah, you're 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 and also, Nigeria, you know Nigeria is dust and there's oh, insects in your oh, 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 daily. Oh, so, and that's her and house she smells like, what do you call it? Insects. So, from outside. Yeah, and zappers. Yes, yes. I have that. I don't care if you have any shoes, then I own mine. So, I'm glad that you own them. But on a serious note, when you do come to Nigeria, these little extras you have, it's nice. Yeah, it's, it's nice. nice. So she does make like it's needed. Yeah. It's necessary. No, because no, there has to be some benefits. It needs to be Like you need some sort of benefits. But regardless of all of them. And you're providing a job for somebody else. Which is That's why I go back to the UK for holiday. What am I going to do? You're not going to do So let me tell you something. From experience, yeah. Like when I come here, I'm like, okay, let me not let. I don't do anything. No black powder stuff. Don't look at anything. Just calm myself because when I go back home, I'm already in fight mode. I said I go back home in, like you know, I'm, I'm prepared for them. Look at me wrong. When I put my money down on the counter, I'm like, don't put my money in my hand. Like yeah, when I'm at this train station, I'm ready for barge me because like you're so cool and calm and collected here. Yeah. It's like all the infringements that I have lived through my whole entire life. I'm like on heat, like ready. You see, the worst part is you see in restaurants. Oh, I don't have it. Like I do, I walk into a restaurant. I'll come in, I'll sit down, they'll come, they'll bring like a, a, a glass or something or they'll put it down thinking, are you not gonna pour the water? Who will black water? I have me. Who will it be me? I have me. I should come, come and pour my own water. <laughs> I can't I don't pour my own water. What do you mean? You mean I'm gonna go shopping and you're gonna have my bags? Are you alright? You're not gonna have my bags. I'm gonna see the Tesco's. I saw it. I swear to you, I'm with my friend Jay. You know you're so used to us with my friend. Park everything, so they will move the cars. The cars, they will move the cars for you. 
And when it's time for you to go, you know, they'll give you your keys back if you want to drive out. And they will, you know, they'll stop traffic so you can come out of your parking space. And I'm proper on my damn back home. Like, I'm proper not accepting any substandard. I mean, like, anyway, so, sorry, I called you. Like, this is what I want. Like, no, I, no, that's not what I want. This is what I want, and this is what I want. No, I get what I want. Like, I'm proper on my damn. Like, I was proper going to places. Yeah, but I'm not going to go. Like, seriously. Especially me. I don't know, I'm going to go with my kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to have to leave them behind. Yeah, just leave them by yourself. When you have your free time moments, just shoot them. Just shoot them. Come back. Oh, dear. Despite all the, the stuff that we've said, you know, the jokes and stuff that they had and they've done, yeah. honestly, honestly, like I'm saying, people say, no, so not honest, I'm saying it like you. 